Christian, what would you have to encounter? What would have to happen to you to change your mind on whether or not demons are real? Like, what would you have to physically see or feel if it was a touch thing or the experience to be like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe demons do exist. I would need the creator. Oh God, <laughs> this is already a tall order. Man. Yes, to have a talk with me. On my way down, Christian. Yeah, and oh. and explain what is the purpose of demons. That's it. It's like a ba bare bones, simple. It, what is the purpose it does, of it? I mean, it's easy for us humans to have this fearful view of you know demons and maybe the satanic. That's simple, but there's no real reason for there to be demon other than some old biblical stories that people have taken the next step and other authors throughout the middle ages maybe wrote some stuff about and swayed the way we think it's, it would be really hard to convince me of the need for demons but and here's the butt part love a good butt part yeah there's a couple things that come to mind when i think if there were demons what would what would the area where, where would their hell be where would they live and what would that look like and there's two movies One's a franchise, kind of, but not a bit really well known. And the other one's, I think, Constantine. Constantine is the other one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's, that's a great movie. Great and, movie. And the imagery of hell is almost believable there. Like, okay, now that makes sense. Yeah. Was the other one Constantine? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Because I, 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 mean, I pictured it myself. I mean, that is like just the scariest thing I've. There's nothing that biblical stories have ever told me <laughs> that are as scary as the demons in that movie. Yeah. The other thing that like would be Hellraiser, the original one. I, I never saw those. That just, that is another crazy view of what hell might be that still doesn't make sense why it's there. Yeah. I mean, people like, oh, to punish these sinful souls, but. But, but you when, need a little more, something a little more tangible. Well, especially that. when you see how easy it is to sin Oops, and, yeah. and how easy it is to be forgiven in certain religions for sinning. It's True. like, oh, there's, that doesn't make, I don't think there's anything there. Again, Maybe. a long-winded opening answer. Sorry. Yeah, well, that's Let's not, talk that's demons. A, yeah. Uh, I guess that's, I guess there you have it. Uh, Christian would be open to the idea of organized religion if <laughs> the, 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 the quickness with which your face turned to, <laughs> to look at me when, I, when those words came out of my mouth. No, I was just saying, like, if you, if you don't think there's a purpose for demons and then you found out demons were real, then ipso facto, that'd mean that for whatever reason, religion or not, most likely religious purposes, demons would exist in the spiritual world. But that's freaky deaky. We don't need to dive into that. That's a different episode entirely. Here we go. episode yeah you know though on a movie i usually like to talk marvel movies so i'm going to throw this in there again no eternals mm. has the form of has a type of demon that actually makes some sense okay you even though it's a comic book uh, story. yeah you can't say that and then be like, like it'll make sense no well <laughs> they're not really religious in the marvel universe yeah but they're basically demons gotcha in the eternals 
are there to protect humans from them. Sure. When you see the movie, it'll make a little bit more sense. So welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. I am your host, Scott, and I'm joined, as always, by co-host, resident skeptic, and father-in-law, Christian. How are you doing, Christian? Great. You could have added Marvel something, annoying Marvel um, fan. Any Anyone that's listened to more than two episodes of this podcast is already just well aware of that, so... Just wait till I write my book. Oh, we all wish you would write it in a book, Christian. That's what we're it'll, that's what we're holding on it'll to. It'll be a, the philosophy of Disney. Wow. Yeah. So be looking for that in your resident bookstore. With a better title, though. Today we're actually going to be talking about demons, and it's a topic that we opened the the show on or season two on, but that was more catered towards exorcisms and all that stuff. And look, quite frankly, we love talking about this shit. So we'll probably have multiple episodes on demons, different yep. demon stories. And the actually the intro story for this episode is one that didn't make the cut in episode one of nice. season two. So and a very well-known story, apparently in the Philippines, which when I read it, I was like, goodness, a little freaky deaky. Yeah. Alex out there. Not the Alex that you're thinking of. Alex, Alex Trebek. No, no, that uh, an Alex I used to work with. Mm. I want you to listen to this story and give us your feedback. She's from the Philippines and she tells me some very fun stories from that region of the world. Oh, Alex, I'd also like you to know that Christian has not shared a single one of these fun stories with me. And that's unfortunate because we could probably do an episode on all of those fun stories at some point had I had known and had the information readily available. Sorry, Alex. I'll, I'll be in touch, Alex. Obviously, Scott just called me out. Yeah. He realized in this moment that he was in trouble. And now it's time to craft a fun episode about the Philippines. Also, let your mom know I'll be talking to her, too. Yeah. Say hi to your mom for me. Her mom's got to have some better stories because, you know, that's where her mom grew up. Alex grew up there, but she's mm. lived here for a while now, too. So, Well, there you go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Well, we should probably just dive into this. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah who knows? Who knows what you're going to yeah. hear out of this rambling? But now that now that Heather's no longer a constant co-host here, it's really easy for Christian and I to get off topic. And we just need to we need to be able to FaceTime Heather every once in a while. Be like, hey, Heather, we got off off topic. And she'll kind of reel us in and be like, no, no, no. Get back to what you guys were fucking yeah. talking about, you morons. She would look at us really threateningly. She probably didn't realize it, but it was maybe it was like subconscious where she was like, these guys Very really need to. You should. Yeah. You know what? That's that's we're gonna have to point that out sometime. That's a very yeah. she that was very parental look she was able to give us. Yeah. Like I've been able to give that look. I haven't seen that look in many years. I see it all the time because your daughter does the same thing to me. <laughs> that's not surprising. Shocker. But th- my friends used to make fun. What used to joke that I could look at her and her brother and just like do something with my eyes, mm. and they would understand what I was saying to them from across the room. Yeah, when you they hear were that? like babies. Do you hear that? Everyone, Christian's a wizard. Yeah. Who knew? Anyway, after getting off topic a second time, after saying we get off topic a lot, let's dive into these. Do you guys ever wonder why we get off topic? (laughs) (laughs) Sources for today's episode are, of course, Reddit, Pedestrian TV, Wikipedia, Bitten by Devils by Lester Sumrall, When Demons Attack, True Tales of Diabolic Encounters by John Harker, and Thought Catalog. Shout out Thought Catalog. Thought Catalog has a lot of very good articles very fun lists it's similar to ranker they have a lot of paranormal and creepy dp stuff but um i don't see thought catalog on here did you just say that out here at the top of your head nope i read it it's the very last thing on that list oh there it is there's another page fantastic another page that's the beginning of the page i didn't even that (laughs) explains how we get lost sometimes in these episodes oh you thought yeah all me gotcha 
It was literally the beginning of the episode, if anyone was wondering. He got lost. It was the very top of the episode script. And we're diving in. <clears throat> this is the Vampire Demons, and this is the one from the Philippines, which I was referring to earlier, Alex. Let me know if, uh, if Christian messed this up. Okay? And this is from When Demons Attack, True Tales of Diabolic Encounters by John Harker, Wikipedia, and also Bitten by Devils, pulled from a few different sources. Life had not been easy for Clarita Villanueva. The Filipino teenager had never known her father. Her mother, who had made a living as a fortune-telling con artist, died when Clarita was 12. Having no other family or means of supporting herself, Clarita took on low-end jobs as a maid, a dancer, and according to some reports, a prostitute. Wait a second. Roxanne! What? It's, it's just crazy how sheltered sometimes we are in this country. Yeah. Some of us, you and I especially. Yeah, I've you never can hear even... something like this basically make a 12-year-old an adult. Yeah. And have to live the life of an adult at 12. It's pretty rough. It's Yeah, it's hard to imagine. All right, yeah. Sorry. By age 18, she was living in Manila, trying to make ends meet any way she could, often in the seedier sections of downtown. It was there on a May night in 1953 that police arrested her for vagrancy and placed her in a 300-year-old city jail known as Bilibid Prison. Though the historical prison had been the site of countless tragedies and depravities throughout its existence, never had it experienced anything like the phenomena that was soon to center around its newest young resident. Two days after being incarcerated, Clar Clarita began screaming in agony. The other prisoners watched anxiously as Clarita writhed on, on her cot and yelled out that she was being bitten. Guards and medics rushed to her cell where they clearly saw indentations on her skin and blood rising to the surface. The only thing they didn't see was the thing that was supposedly biting her. Finally succumbing to the invisible attack, Clarita fainted and was taken to the prison hospital. Medical personnel on duty at the time reported that they had no explanation for the mysterious bite marks. The strange bitings continued on a daily basis, the scenario mostly the same. Clarita would scream that her tormentors were back. She would thrash around hysterically while to the astonishment of everyone present, her bite marks appeared all over her body. Father Benito Vargas, the prison chaplain, witnessed one of these assaults. He later told a reporter that although it was not his task to give an opinion, he could confirm that he saw her being bitten three times. Even more chilling was Clarita's description of her invisible attackers. There were two of them, she claimed. The bigger one was monstrous in size, dark-skinned with curly hair all over his body. Fangs hung outside both sides of his mouth. The other one was small, only two to three feet tall, and also dark-skinned, hairy, and ugly. This little entity would climb up her body and bite her upper torso. Both of the spirits preferred to bite her, she said, on the fleshy parts of her body like the back of her legs and upper arms as well as the back of her neck, places she obviously couldn't bite herself. Dr. Mariano Lara, the prison's chief medical examiner, confirmed that Clarita could not have been inflicting the wounds herself. He further verified that the bite marks were too large and round, as opposed to elliptical, to be human in origin, and were wet with something akin to saliva. News to the strange goings-on soon reached beyond the walls of the Manila prison. Major news outlets in Australia, France, Germany, England, Canada, and the United States ran headlines about the, quote, vampire demons and the, quote, Draculas attacking a young girl in the Philippines. Dr. Lara used the publicity to appeal for outside help and quickly received it. Filipino, Chinese, and American doctors, professors, and other professionals took turns examining Clarita, 
but none could offer a reasonable explanation for her condition. They agreed she didn't appear to be insane, at least when she wasn't under attack. The attacks themselves and the bite marks that appeared before their eyes left most of them shaking their heads. Two of the doctors, however, later speculated that Clarita was suffering from hysteria psychoneurosis, a mental state brought on, they argued, by the young woman's desperate need to escape her miserable current life. That's some, that's some serious mansplaining right there. Yeah, that sure is. The mayor of Manila, Arsenio Lasson, could no longer ignore the sensational story taking place in his city. He ordered that Clarita be brought to his office for an examination by him, a doctor, and other observers. According to some news sources, there were over 100 witnesses at the meeting, which included medical professionals, reporters, and civil authorities. The May 20th, 1953 edition of the Sydney Morning Herald reported the events of the meeting as follows. Mr. Lasson said that within 15 minutes while he was sitting beside her, the girl had two attacks and was bitten on her index finger and neck. She writhed and then laughed as though she had been tickled. She told the mayor the two things, then took turns biting her neck. Mr. Lasson said he saw marks of human teeth where the girl had been bitten. Quote, Clarita's hand was bitten while I was holding it. Mr. Lasson said, quote, the finger was bitten under my palm. What it is, is beyond me. This is something that goes way back to the dark, dim past. He said that when the girl was asked to draw pictures of the things, the pencil flew from her hand. Dr. Lara, who witnessed the events in the mayor's office, commented afterwards saying, quote, I always thought of this world as a visible thing, but here's something unknown, a force unseen yet felt. The mayor announced that he would be asking the Archbishop of Manila to approve an exorcism on Clarita. At this point in the timeline, official news reports of what happened after the meeting with the mayor are scarce to, scarce to non-existent. There are no records indicating that an official exorcism ever took place via the Catholic Church. There was, however, a claim made by a Protestant minister, Lester Sumrall, the author of one of those books that we uh, kind of looked into for this episode, that he conducted an exorcism on Clarita with the permission of, Lair, of Mayor Lasson, and after a three-day spiritual battle successfully freed Clarita of the demons that had been tormenting her. Sumrall, who heard about the case when it was first reported in the media, described the exorcism in, the, in his 1954 book, The True Story of Clarita Villanueva. According to Sumrall, during the exorcism period, Clarita conversed with him in English, but afterward could only speak and understand her native Filipino language. An alternate ending to Clarita's story that makes no mention of the Reverend Sumrall came from author Frank Edwards in his book, Stranger Than Science. Edwards, a paranormal researcher who wrote extensively for Fate magazine, claims that after the meeting with the mayor, Clarita became hysterical once again during the car ride back to the prison. Everyone in the car with her, including the driver, witnessed the assault on her body. As Edwards wrote, quote, the 15-minute trip to the prison hospital was a nightmare for all involved. Once they arrived back at the jail, however, the attacks suddenly stopped. In fact, they never occurred again, according to Edwards, and Clarita began, to, began a slow but successful recovery from her terrifying ordeal. Unconfirmed reports say that Clarita later married a nice farmer and had two children. Rice farmer. Oh, he could have been nice too, Christian. <laughs> he could have been. <laughs> a nice rice farmer and had two children. The frustrating lack of official records or follow-up reports about her case may be due in part to the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II, which took place on June 2, 1953, and overshadowed many other news stories at the time. Despite the conf conflicting accounts given by Sumrall and Edwards, 
as well as the sparse amount of official reports, the story of Clarita Villanueva and her, quote, vampire demons remains a very popular horror legend in the Philippines and has even inspired a movie, the 2019 feature film Clarita. I'll put some pictures that you can check out there at the bottom, too. Looks like we have to check out this movie. Clarita. Interesting story. That's crazy. Yeah. That would suck. That I'm not sure that they, they almost don't seem like vampire demons. They just seem like bitey demons. Bitey demons. Yeah. Like they don't like draining her of blood. They're just biting the shit out of her. But like the whole, this whole story at some point, I was like, the way they talked about like observing and taking this girl around, it just, it comes off like really creepy. And I'm not sure. I'm like, is it because it's a demon story or because it's, Got all these old men taking this yeah. young girl around. <laughs> Just parading her about the city. Yeah. Yeah, for, especially for someone that was fairly young. Yeah. It's just... It's a lot to take in, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it just, it just reads like a crazy... We also have to remember it's the 50s, right? Or 70s? Yeah. 70s, I yeah. mean, it does make sense that maybe the story got lost after Queen Elizabeth, if there was, you know, there's two choices. It got lost because other news overshadowed it. Or this never happened so and it was the 50s yeah <laughs> i went yeah. back and forth three times it was the 50s yeah yeah it was so i don't know what do you think about it yeah like i said this this story almost made it into the demonic possession episode because i did enjoy it it was it was a really weird and interesting story to come across when looking into this stuff um i've obviously you know, not only doing this podcast and stuff, but just in my life have looked into a lot of really crazy things and researching episode one of this season was the first time that I came across this story. Yeah. And so to me, it seemed really unbelievable. But when I pulled up like some newspaper clippings and articles and stuff, I'm like, oh shit. Okay. This might've been like an actual, a thing, you know? Yeah. But could you imagine that being a thing? There's first imagine I can, be, yeah. being a, like all of a sudden you see this news article, which you probably would, it would have it. Or it wouldn't work quite the same now, but in, you're living in with the 1953 mentality, you know, and then, you yeah. know, you may be in Manila, but everybody's paying attention and they're writing about it. And it's unbelievable that the newspapers would write about it like it's a fact. It's just crazy to see. Yeah. And then what if there are these type of things? The worst case scenario would be, okay, so it there's exists. demons. Yeah. And most of us can't see them, but they're right around us, ready to bite us at any yeah. time. That's and apparently, yeah, there's demons, and apparently they can bite you. Yeah, so that's great news. And and it's not it doesn't sound very enjoyable because they, no. you yeah. know. And what are they? What what are these demons with? They're just a dimension apart. Uh, who's to say? Is it know. like a type of human predecessor, the giant? I don't think so. And then the Hobbit person. I don't think so as well. But, but with sharp <laughs> teeth and biting. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could go for that if that's, if you feel inclined, sure. If that's how you want to picture him. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird story. Like the, the thing that gets me is, I mean, I get, she had a rough life and yeah, there's lore and stuff around demons and maybe we should do an episode on like demons through history. Like that would be an interesting topic. Yeah. That'd probably be more history based than, than paranormal based. Right. Cause you'd see the different like eras of civilization and whatnot. But the lore currently is kind of like those that are in those types of situations, like really rough situations, you're almost more susceptible to these things happening to you because you're more opened up or like 
like what vulnerable i guess like spiritually vulnerable yeah and yeah. so you're you're more opened up to some kind of like demonic attack or diabolical attack on you they they are drawn to that type of energy like crazy which is why kids shouldn't play or watch harry potter play dungeons and dragons yeah yeah mom if you're listening you had it right or use a ouija board because ouija boards i'm on board with yeah definitely don't do that because it weakens your psyche to the point where these demons can take over your body is what you're saying I yeah mean, it is possible makes for great movies and, and and this is a, a very scary sounding story yeah one of the you one don't want to believe ones. it yeah you don't want to believe it you'd prefer that it's not real that demons can pierce this veil and then pierce your flesh in one fell swoop yeah without being seen by literally everyone around you while you're screaming and crying and yeah but pain. if they could do that that means they're just walking around us right now just looking at us waiting waiting for the word that they can bite us yeah that's you right. Know. That's right. I get tripped up a little bit. It's just that 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 thing where it's like if if it's like if they could do that, then I feel like most demons would probably be doing that constantly, unless there's some kind of protection around you or some kind of like weird law that they can't break. Like, like the demons could be just circling us, whipping their tails back and forth, like saliva dripping down from their long canine teeth, and they're yeah. just circling around us, probably really looking at me like I'm tasty because I don't believe in them. You're like we're gonna show him no we're just gonna eat scott because we that's what us demons do but this other guy we're gonna we're gonna i think it would actually be the opposite i think because i do believe in them they would want to rip me a new one they would be uh, like looking to attack me because i'm not on their side you they're like oh this guy's already clouded this guy doesn't see clearly as it is we don't need to mess with him at all maybe they're like 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 if let's just pretend they're a cat big cat demon there you go. no and we'll see in this this episode cats coming to the rescue so yeah. take that i think it's in this one i may have put it in a different yeah. episode we'll find out but but in this particular case the cat's like this one will feed us now this one will keep feeding us in the future well, so there you go. now your dinner now and i just provide other souls beautiful through the podcast realm yeah scott's not here here's the new one okay they're not here now and and everybody like, okay, that's cool, but why is there such a loud purring in the background? It's my demon. Nice. Happy because I feed him souls. Well, do you remember where this started? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't either, Christian. That's, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> something about demons, and then you took it on the cats. I don't know. Heather, come back. <laughs> Heather, we need you. It's, it's decided. You need to come real Christian in. He's losing it. Um, we've got some, surprisingly, there's not as many as I thought there would be, but I did find some good Reddit stories of people posting their experiences. Most of these are just kind of shorts, but posting their experiences with uh, potentially what they claim as being demons. So I think we're going to dive into some of those right now, unless you got anything else to add to that first story. I do. And so we're going to dive in. No, no we <laughs> won't dive in. I'm just going to jump back to talking about Constantine's version of demons in hell. Go for it. That is exactly like the type of demon I imagine biting, yeah, trying to bite this girl because that looks like what they would do. Yeah, and it kind of fits the description a little bit yeah. too. And they wouldn't even kill you right away; they would just torture you for eternity by just biting you. Yeah, full beautiful visual. Okay, you um, to, am I reading this one? Uh, yeah, you will actually. Uh, before we get into these, we should let people know that we're gonna have a few extra stories on YouTube that you should check out. So if you like these stories that we're sharing with you, be sure to come and subscribe to the Freaky Deaky YouTube channel, where we will also be including some bonus content from each episode that we record, and a lot of fun stories that 
didn't quite make the episode. You know, we try to keep the episodes to a certain time length, and that only gets longer the more I babble on here. So if you like that type of shit, head over to the YouTube channel, give us a like, subscribe, open up those notifications, and let's crack on. Crack it on. Moving right along, Christian, if you... The source is from a Reddit user, phasers to fab Set phasers to fab probably. They just dropped the set because they're like, oh, it's too long. Yeah. I'm Star Wars. There you go. Sounds like a Trek thing. I saw a demon once when I was a kid. It was a silhouette of something clearly not human, and it was standing in my neighbor's driveway. As cheesy as it sounds, it had glowing red eyes, too. I've heard what it, I believe were demons. Once I heard my entire family in the hallway talking about how they hated me. I was in my room silently crying about it and decided to walk out and just show them I heard what they said, and it made me sad. I walked out, and no one was there. I looked everywhere, asked my family about it years and years later, and none of them knew what I was talking about. They're nice, and I have no reason to believe what I heard was actually them. Plus, the house we were living in at the time had a lot of incidents like this. We were constantly hearing other people walking around, opening doors, the fridge, etc. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. But see, that that screams demon to me, too. Like, and maybe, like, you don't even have to physically see it. But the fact that he's just on the other side of this door and he hears what he thinks is his family saying how much they hate him and like what a piece of shit he is or whatever. And he's just a kid, you know, that like that's what is that other than diabolical, like some kind of diabolical attack on this poor kid. Something they, like what else could it be other than demonic or evil? That right there should be the next type of uh, exorcism movie or something or just scary movie. Could you imagine like just something that whispers off in the corner or outside of your door as a child, all these horrible things that would just totally throw Eat away at you. Yeah. And destroy a child if they heard it throughout their lifetime. That's yeah. they should they need to make a movie about something like that. They do. In the meantime, you can tell me what what else that could be outside of a demon. Do you have any ideas what, what it could be? I'd like Um yes, I do. Is it some form of science? Uh it's psychological. Psych psychological. So you think like he's hearing voices in his head, schizophrenia, bipolar, something some along those lines? Could be. Could have a fever like you you've talked about recently. I think if he did, he would have he probably would have mentioned that in the story. Right? Like that seems like a, a like, oh I had a fever and I heard these things, but I don't know. I can't imagine him just being like leaving that out if it was No, that's a crazy it's a it's a crazy story. I don't think I've quite heard it from that angle before. So it, yeah. it kind of throws me off a little bit and it's like, ooh, that is scary. Yeah. Because it's not normal. Yeah, like look, I would be sure is it an option that it's schizophrenia or something like that, sure. But this obviously happened when this person was a child. Yeah. And if they went the rest of their life to this point, not experiencing that ever again like it's hard for me to be like oh maybe it was schizophrenia well also yeah. schizophrenia doesn't always show up and it's not a children's thing yeah so i mean i would i find it harder to believe that that's, that's true it usually shows up later in life yeah right? i had a, a friend that or an old roommate of mine <clears throat> who was schizophrenic and he like it was a visual schizophrenic apparently and i, I gotta tell you man it didn't really make a lot of sense to me like, it didn't make sense to me that that was a real thing that could just, like, a doctor could be like, oh, what you are is this. Like, and just assume that that covers the broad spectrum of what this shit is. Right. Like, because the way he worded it, and he was telling me this, like, at 11 p.m. as we're walking home in the dark, <laughs> and it scared the shit out of me. Uh, so shout out Seth, wherever you're at. There's a lot of Seths. I won't say the last name. Um, 
But yeah, he essentially was saying that he, the first thing he remembers was when he was five years old, a T-Rex followed him home from the school bus, like mm. from the bus stop. Like he would just turn around every few feet and it would just it'd be standing there looking down at him. And he'd walk and it, he'd turn around again and it'd be up there. And like full size, full blown T-Rex, right? But the thing that he said he saw as an adult most of the time was like eyes and shit coming out of the darkness or eyes on walls. He said he'd be walking past a wall and there'd be a gigantic eye just watching him walk by, blinking at him. All that shit. That is, like, I'm sorry, maybe it is, and I may sound hella just, you know, oh, he doesn't believe in science. Like, I believe in science and shit, but there's certain things when I hear that, I'm like, there's just no way to know for sure that that's something that isn't, like, you're piercing some kind of dimension, some kind of weird veil. As, like, as a skeptic, I'm, like, thoroughly not believing it, but as somebody that enjoys stories yeah i'm like that is amazing and scary as hell yeah like to the point where it's just like in on inanimate objects and weird things he said he mainly saw mouths eyes stuff like that and then like it, it just it never sat well with me man and especially it didn't sit well at 11 p.m at night walking home in a very small town yeah creepy would- as fuck yeah and he used to have said this nonchalantly like yeah sometimes i just see eyes on walls and shit Oh, cool. Yeah, same. Doesn't everyone? No. Well, just imagine imagine what that must be like. I have. <laughs> I Multiple mean, times, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's a lot. I can't... I, 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 it wouldn't bode well for me. No, I don't think it would for any of us. Yeah. Like, you can see why that is such a struggle because that just turns your world upside down. And could I could not imagine having to deal with those kind of visions yeah. randomly at, you know, whenever and be able to function you know, or what it would take to function daily, seeing those kind of things. And some, you know, eyes looking at you on a wall are not necessarily scary, but it is because Because it shouldn't be happening. Yeah. It's absolutely abnormal in any any world that that happened, even in your mind. Yeah. That's scary and dangerous. Yeah. And that's why I say like, I can see, like, I know that, and there's a lot of listeners of this show that probably are more on kind of your your side of things where they're like skeptical or they don't they don't believe any of this paranormal stuff is anything outside of See the, that's, brain chemicals that's and, funny because i think there's more people that listen to us that I think believe your side i think there's a decent balance i think i think there are plenty of people that listen to the show that are into the paranormal and stuff but there's also people that listen to the show that just get entertainment out of it like us just talking about it or whatever yeah and i think they're more scientific in nature and again i believe in science yeah i do to an extent i just don't think it has all the answers and I've always kind of fell on that kind of, it's a, a weird line that is in the sand and it's hard for me to kind of like, I'm walking it. And that's with schizophrenia and stuff like that. Being able to say like, these are just hallucinations of your mind. There's nothing spiritual about it because there's no way for anyone to know for sure. Uh, well, another thing too is I think there's a lot of scientists that don't believe psychology is science. Sure. So just, you know. Yeah. So when we when we talk about this or when I use that as a reason, I don't know if there's really anything other than our subjective views on being able to say that it's yeah. something in somebody's mind. If I if I use that on the podcast, which I will, there's no way that I can prove that that thought that that's not just my mind trying exactly. to rationalize what this is. Yeah. And I and I that I just need to get I need to to say that so that people know that I'm not just like heartless and being like, oh, maybe they're not, it's not like a mental condition or like a mental thing. Maybe it's demons. Like, I don't want to be that guy. But at the same time, 
if the shoe fits kind of thing. Like if you look at it from that spiritual perspective and from that scientific perspective, you can actually see both sides pretty clearly. Just one you don't have, you can't find the evidence for yet. Yeah. And the other you also can't, but you can claim and people won't think you're weird. So it but works you, out for but the other. You find more evidence. It's there's evidence against it. It's hard to prove a lot of the things we talk about, you know, so far with science. Will that always be the case? It hasn't for other things that were once considered magic. You know, we've been able to science that stuff at some point. Yeah, we're not using that as a verb. Oh, I saw the reaction I got from him on that one. We'll use yeah. it again. Well, Scott, let's science this up. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I can hear, I can feel our listeners tuning out. Yeah. But um, I don't know where we were on my conversation before you said that, but you're welcome. We will science stuff up at some point. Fantastic. It's what we should do, use at the end of the episodes for my segment Christian scientists stuff yeah. up. <laughs> Well, it's time to science this up. <laughs> like the 90s game show or something like that. Yeah. No whammies. Yeah, there you go. We can that that could be the Patreon. If you're if you're interested in the science aspect of the show, sign up for Patreon. No. So Fuck Patreon. I'm gonna take us further. You gotta stop dissing all these people. First it was Jeff Bezos. Oh, that's what I do. No, there's just certain things like Patreon, especially they screw people over left and right. And we're not about that. We'll probably go Gumroad. We've talked about it a little bit. We'll figure something out for that's if people even want it. If you guys don't want more of this, then you know we're not going to waste our time with it. So, oh, definitely they want more. They just don't know what they want more of. And but we we'll don't show either. Them. Yeah, we'll show you what you want more of. All right. It's just going to take us sciencing this up a little bit, and they're out just like that. <laughs> all right. This comes from user. Then what did you expect? Great username. My grandmother saw demons. I did not expect that. Great opening sentence. Yes. That is actually a great opening sentence. My grandmother saw demons. Tell me more than what did you expect? My grandmother re regularly practiced witchcraft. Oh, here we go again. She truly believed she had certain powers, and many of my relatives on her side are 100% sure they have seen her successfully do weird things from astral projection to nearly killing someone. She died before I was born but I've been left with many stories from various relatives and my own father. She said she saw demons everywhere. The better she got at witchcraft, the more they were after her. She described them as small imp-like creatures who were all over the place. They told her she belonged to them because she practiced black magic, and they would get angry and attack her when she refused to do what they wanted. This sounds crazy, I know. My dad told me that he lived with her until he was 20, and even at that age, her house terrified him. He slept in the living room, watching the front door at night because he felt so uneasy. He believed they attacked her because in the morning she would often have long bleeding claw marks on her body with dirt and leaves all over her bed. Eventually, my grandmother developed cancer and was soon dying. She had quit witchcraft some years before because the events began getting worse and worse and she got too scared. Shortly before her death, she said she had the most vivid dream of Satan chasing her through a grove, saying she was his and that she would be in hell forever. He was faster than her and eventually got to her, but at that moment she said a wall of light separated the two of them, and in, and in between them, she says an angel appeared. The angel held out his hand, told Satan he could not have her, and that she belonged with them in heaven. After waking, she was totally changed, and in the few remaining weeks she had, she had decided to convert 
and had a priest meet with her in the hospital to teach her about God because she was too ill to attend any church. Soon after, she died happily. All right, this is a weird one. Because look, I know, I know how weird, like, and we've talked about this in the past. I know how weird witchcraft stories sound sometimes when people are like, there's demons or there's like familiars or this and this happened. Like, I know how crazy it sounds, but it would be perfectly sane in like, the 1500s no but see like that's that's what gets me is that i mean i obviously listen to a lot of podcasts of this type so i've heard a decent amount of these stories right witchcraft <laughs> especially i know people are like oh white witches are good witches or this witch and that witch and i know we even have you know some some practicing witches that listen to the show amanda as a matter of fact for our season finale in season one she was a practicing witch we, right? in, we interviewed yeah a practicing witch yeah. and so like i know this is going to sound super weird but like I've also heard enough stories of people being like, oh, no, familiars, they were just demons. It's demons that are like lending you the power and you're using these things thinking that you're controlling them. But in reality, they're controlling you type stuff. And so I know as crazy as it sounds, dude, I know it sounds, oh, impolite creatures were running over the house and this and that. It sounds nuts, right? Can you picture that? The impolite creatures took me back to Constantine again. A little bit, yeah. Just with them being a little smaller, maybe. Yeah. But can you can you picture that? Yeah. Can you can you picture that existing in the world that you also live in? No. Exactly. So it sounds crazy. How can something sound so crazy also have so many corroborating stories that say the same thing or the same thing happened to them? First off, I would like to take my normal stance of sticking up for witchcraft. Please do. And take, take a moment. Yeah. Because. What's up, witches? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't believe that most of the scary stuff is anything other than the church. And it's left over from those times that the church really was fearful of that. Even though, in my opinion, the church we're talking about uses its own spells. They're, it's sure. prayers. It's it's the way it runs its uh, churches. Can I, can I pause you there for one yeah. moment? Okay, if that was all because of the church, then how in this story, this lady who clearly didn't go to the church or anything her entire life just got into witchcraft, why would all the bad stuff be happening to her if she wasn't, you know, some way manipulated by the church? You know, like, so the evil stuff exists regardless of if a church is present or not, or something of bad energy or of evil or intent or negativity or manipulation. I don't know what you want. You, you, I know it makes people uncomfortable to say things are religious or say that, oh, it's a church or this and that, but let's just call it evil then. Like, she was not affiliated with a church of any kind, any kind of religion. She was just into black magic. Okay. Let's say she was into black magic. Okay. She talked to a priest at the end and everything was okay. Uh, well, we don't know that, but she talked to I a mean, priest that's, at that's, the end. Yeah. That's the whole point of the, of the religion we're talking about here. And that's the ending of that story is everything's fine because she she prayed to God and believed in God well, that's, and was yeah, forgiven. That's how the person ended the story. We don't right. know for sure the actual ending. And no. and that's good story, fun story. I enjoyed it until mm -hmm. the ending where it was like, okay, where, man, where she was okay. Now you have an agenda, <laughs> yeah, which, which may not be the point of but, the whole story, yeah. and it's a little unfair. Yeah, but I'm like, this was a crazy story before that. But that. is it? Let me ask you: Is it an agenda if it's just a part of the story? Because if he didn't say that, if he was like, "Yeah, so she was in black magic and then she died. She got cancer and died." If he just left out the fact that she went to a priest, that's like removing some some fact from the story. So it, it does it have to be an agenda, or can it be part of the story that just happens to line up with something that you don't personally believe in? I still and and. At this point, I don't remember if it was earlier in this episode or the last episode. Who can tell, really? Right. But um, I just don't see, let's just say she she did practice black magic and mm -hmm. all the scary things that come with it and maybe killed people because of it, which I believe is mostly a myth when you talk yeah. about magic anyway. 
Um, I just don't think black magic works the way people think it does. That's in but, the, yeah. But <laughs> that's for another time. Yeah. But um, if she did all that black magic thing, it says, "Okay, God, please forgive me." What's the whole point if she's if everything's okay at that point? If she's forgiven, I it just it there's not fairness. There's there's not justice. There's not like that just doesn't fit in the nature of the world I live in. And so it, therefore it, it, it must it, be inaccurate. I'm or saying false. it's 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 inaccurate to me and yeah. I can't gra put my grasp I can't grasp it. I can't grasp thinking like that. I get that. No, I get that. But yeah. see, like for me as someone that has looked into these stories constantly, I don't even have the luxury of choosing whether or not I believe in it. Like it's that I have seen the same same sequence of events play out over and over and over again different people different years years apart different platforms different websites different all over the place having similar stories like there was a story i think it might have been on the confessionals or some some dude talking about his roommate who was in the black magic and that his familiars were fucking nuts and they were like little like demon cats almost like we talked about that he couldn't see but he heard them tearing up the place every single day yeah and like the weird stuff that happened with with his I don't know, going in his room and seeing stuff, some of the rituals he was doing. I think this stuff happens. I think that these things are real. And if making and if calling it or attaching it to like spirituality of some kind or a religion of any kind makes people uncomfortable, we can't just turn that off and say, okay, well, it must not be real then. It can make you uncomfortable. Maybe it's something that's not religious. If that makes you sit a little better with it, like feel a little more okay with it, we can say it's not religious at all. But denying that it, it happens at all is where I, I, I have to draw a line because I've seen too many stories, man. Like I, I'm not, I'm here to say I don't believe it happens yeah, like that. Yeah. Not denying it happened. And maybe I'm a little offset because the story starts with my grandmother was a witch. Well, my grandmother mother saw demons, saw demons, but then yeah. it was my grandmother was a witch. The story is just as impactful, maybe more so hmm. if we don't even talk about the grandmother being a witch, because as you said, You've heard a lot of stories and seen a lot of people talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. They have nothing to do with witchcraft. So it's it's not like this witch True. this witch drew demons to her. If demons exist, they just get who they pick. But see, that's again picking apart the story. Because like that's that's a key point in the story is that oh my mother or my grandmother also did black magic. Is it though? Well, there's no way for us to know for sure, but but based just on, you know. That's the just events that we've religious heard. Religious assumptions make us See, all that's, black it's, magic. It's She's always evil. About, it's always back to religion, man. It doesn't have to oh, be religious. It doesn't have to be, but in this world, it that is all you're, everything is about. And you know, pointing, the, you know the world around you is all about that. No, you're just pointing out facts. You're just saying this person saw demons. This person practiced black magic. We're not saying the two are correlated, but the two are happening at the same time. I thought we were saying this person said they saw demons. I once you can't be factual about demons yet. Sure you can. No. If I see demons, you, I can look at you and say factually, Christian, I am looking at a demon right now. And I'll be like And you'll be like, no, but to me it's factual. And the light and world the oh world Oh my gosh. The world is all about perspective, my dude. So I can have if I physically see a demon, I'm going to factually say that they exist. Well, and here's the fair thing, being that you and I only exist in the matrix like every other supposed soul in the world. Oh my god. That perfectly works because then it's our, all of our stories are self-centered. So if we see a demon there, that demon is therefore true. Sure. 
Sure, Christian. We always have such fun discussions about demons. I don't even know what I said there. So if somebody can explain that to me. Yeah, if someone can write in and let Christian know what he just said. Yeah. um, That'd be great. No, it's such a, you see, but, but let this be a lesson to everyone that these conversations don't tear us apart. No, we don't think less of each other because you have a different, I don't, I think your beliefs on demons are weird, Christian. I do. I think maybe you're being a little stubborn. I think your beliefs on demons (laughs) are normal. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it lines up, but, but here we are, you know, that's, you can have different differences of opinion with people. You don't have to rip them a new one and then, you know, blast them on social media and cut off all ties in society. It's childish. Don't do that shit. Let's talk about more demons. Yeah. But first let me give you a public service announcement. Not believing in demons means you don't ever have to be afraid of them. You're welcome. That is true. Choose the path he's without got, fear. Yeah, he's got you there. Shall you Shall you lead us down a story from Rose of Amber? Rose of Amber. Rose of Amber. I'm pretty sure I've seen a demon. Another good. I know. <laughs> That's like not like just willy nilly. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen one. <laughs> demons? Yeah, I've heard of that. Proof to all you budding podcasters. Get to the point. There you go. Just like that. Yeah. It's a good lesson to, for us all. We are such we are such great role models at that as well. So we get to the need... point, with the, but then we just have like 10 other points. Yeah, then we get to the other point, and then the other point, and then the sub point to that point, and we're doing it right now. Yeah. Okay, so we'll start again. I'm pretty sure I've seen a demon. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. You want to dive in? Or... <laughs> is, this, is this a hilarious story? I've, should I read it through real quick? Uh, no, I'll get it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the next, I don't know why it got me. My mother wasn't a very nice person when we were growing up and is doing much better now, but I am convinced we had something attached to our house. We had one when growing up. My parents have since moved, which is just another way of dealing with trauma. Sure. The demon I saw manifested as a a large black dog shaped thing that looked lizard-like with red eyes. I saw this several times as a young teen. Personally, I think it was feeding off the anger in the house. Anger has a kind of power to it when you use it to control other people. Demons like to feed off it and use you to cause strife if they can. Demons don't have any real power unless you allow it, which I and my mother have done it, done in the past. We no longer have any issues. What would you think in a situation like that? Like if you were let's say in kind of a shitty home life situation and then you just happened upon a weird black demon dog lizard thing that you see a few times would like would you would you draw any correlation between the two like oh i'm in a shitty situation and i'm also seeing this thing that probably shouldn't exist i don't know if i would then or would you just think oh shit there's like a ghost or something in that house like well i mean if you like i think back to being a teenager and it would have been a lot easier for me to to believe in stuff like that. It, and it was at the time. So maybe it would have been years later that I'd realized maybe my home life had some bearing on what I saw or experienced, mm-hmm. you know, but again, that's coming from me thinking skeptically, not thinking demons, even if as a child, I might've thought I seen a demon. True. True. Well, actually as a child, you did think you saw a demon. So yeah. I didn't, I thought I saw I thought I saw like the devil, but I didn't really know about demons at that age. So, which makes it even stranger that you would see something that was demon-like in characteristics that you couldn't have known about at all. But I, I also, <laughs> I'm not sure it's not 
not abnormal. I think I'm not, look, I'm not here to convince you one way or the other, man. You believe whatever makes you sleep better at night. I'm not saying I didn't see things like that when I was a kid, but maybe that's just a normal way kids see things. And maybe, you know, the world around them, maybe it's, I mean, no, but okay. (laughs) I'll answer it for you. No, No. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll share. We'll, we'll come back to this part of the discussion at another podcast on another episode, because because you love when we talk about demons. You guys have mentioned it. You're all over the place. You love demons. We get it, guys. We get it. Everybody loves demons. Yeah, who doesn't, right? I mean, Lucifer was a great and popular TV show on NBC. If you can put that show on NBC and it be popular for as many seasons as it was, that shows you everybody loves demons. Yeah, they should make a sitcom like Everybody Loves Raymond, but about demons. Yeah. Call it Everybody Loves Demons. You can bring in different uh, universes, demons, like, not universe, but different franchises types of demons fantastic and everybody can understand what i'm talking about with constantine yeah (laughs) you want to get back yeah let's get back let's dive in i'm interested to see how many listeners we sell last this next one comes to us from rex rex hmx hmh rex this is now that makes sense hmh rex This is a story I rarely tell because I feel like people will think I'm crazy. Here goes. When I was about four years old- Of course he was crazy. Yeah, Christian's already thinking you're crazy, so you don't have to go far. Four years old, yeah, nuts. When I was about four years old, my sister had just been born. We had just moved into the house we lived in. For several nights, I would have night terrors that were of a classic vampire chasing my dad and I through a graveyard. I had no idea what a vampire was and remember asking my mom what a man with a cape and sharp teeth was. Those same nights, my sister would have trouble sleeping. She would barely sleep at all. One night while my mom was trying to get me get my sister to sleep, she prayed that the, blo- she prayed that the blood of Jesus Christ would cover the house and keep us protected. That same night, I remember being in bed and waking up to a light under my bedroom door. I was pretty scared, and then the door opened, and there before me was a really bright light. It was the size of a person, but I couldn't see the source of the light. The light told me that everything would be fine, my sister would sleep fine, and that I would never have those dreams again. We discovered later on that the house had a weird history of people using Ouija boards in it and also being a Hell's Angels base of operations. I have only had one night terror since that night, and it was when I found out that one of my friends had dabbled in witchcraft. Oops, sorry, Christian. (laughs) Didn't mean to trigger you again with this one. It I, just supports my last statement. I don't even have to go down it this time. You, just but, refer back to what I just said. Well, we can move on. And if you don't do that, also refer back to my last statement where it supports that as well. So again, we're at a standstill. Yeah. I told him that he needs to renounce all of that, all all of what he had done, and he just brushed it off like no big deal. That night, I had a crazy dream of a demon flying in front of me, telling me that if I didn't wake up and go downstairs immediately, my parents would die. I was still living with them at the time. I woke up sweating at 2 a.m. and could barely sleep. I prayed over the house and told my friend that he needed to renounce any of that before we could hang out again. Of course, he thought I was crazy. Uh, His friend must have been Christian. I remember all these events very vividly, and I had a bad memory. And I have a bad memory. LOL. (laughs) Bad memory. God is good, though, and he keeps his promises. I believe that the one night terror I've had since was a way of getting me away from this person. I'm not sure about all that. But... Uh, that's a, like, okay, the other story. Yeah. How do you feel about this one, Christian? 
I don't really need to go down my witch witchcraft thing again. Yeah, and, they, and they heard it not, already. And not that I've ever practiced that. I, yeah. You know, I've never practiced witchcraft. Yeah. It's just, it's like a easy trope sometimes. And then sure. maybe not the previous story, but this story definitely is like, a, it's just a trope. Yeah. It's, it's not even a like real, like, oh, my friend practiced witchcraft. So I'm seeing, getting night terrors. I see the demons. Yeah. yeah. It's possible though. It is possible, but in the way this story is yeah. told, not very possible. Uh, it depends who you ask. I'm sure there's several people out there listening that are like, yeah, that makes sense. That, so, that several up. people have probably experienced something similar. Yeah. I have not. Yeah. And I don't think I ever will. You don't think you're going to have a run in with someone who is currently doing black magic or something? I probably already have throughout my life. Yeah. There's a lot of them out there. It's, and, not, it's not something that's like, you know, rare. There's entire subreddits dedicated to this shit, you know? Yeah, it's... And again, like, specify, we have witches that listen to this show. I, I don't judge people for, you know, do what you think is right. Do what you feel. You're, it's your life, your decisions. Do whatever you want. I We're just speculating on shit here. Like, I'm not... Like, I may believe that demons are attached to witchcraft, and that's why I don't do it. That doesn't mean that you're a monster or something. No, <laughs> I think you're the not. worst. I don't. I'm just also kind of a pansy, so that well, ties into things as well. It's, it's interesting, too, because basically there's one time every human generally goes through some kind of possession or demon or... Puberty. Would, yeah, exactly. Would no. participate in black magic because that's just the normal process of growing up, Sure, which is weird to say but it is but uh i don't remember really what my point was going to be well that's a common theme in this show of ours christian i don't know you why don't, don't i don't understand i mean we have so many ideas it's hard to keep them all organized but we're gonna have to do an episode on the positivity of witchcraft if we keep telling stories like this the positivity of witchcraft yeah see yeah. so maybe maybe wow. you shouldn't pick stories of people that are afraid of witches Yo, it's not like I go out there looking for witchcraft stories. You got saying, two in a row. I'm saying the common theme with most stories I come across with demons and people using witchcraft is it's bad. Like that's not me saying that. Oh, I've this is how I feel. This is uh, this is just a common theme in the stories I read, man. That's not like, and that's all of them. I don't just like you know cherry pick what stories I think are good. I've read from white witches that say, oh, I thought this was good. Turns out it was bad. I read a lot of different stories, man. It's not. I don't just go looking for Christians that agree with my perspective. I would never obviously open, not open my mind to that. I know I found a Christian that never agrees with my perspective. <laughs> and he sits across from me every episode of this podcast. So, so there you go. But yeah, I never, I never like cherry pick exclusively from Christians. If that's how they feel when they tell their story is that they're Christian or, oh, you, I talked to Jesus Christ and cool. I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't show that because now it's biased in my favor. No, like I just can't, I can't go that route. Sorry. We have one more story. This one's from user 400. Christian all of a sudden forgot what numbers were. I think I, I think I just got possessed. Great news. We'll see now. Are you a witch? Because yeah. I'm not a witch. You must be practicing. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm possessed all of a sudden, it must be you. Yeah, it turns out I was a witch the whole time. Who yeah. knew? Was Ag Agatha all along. Another Marvel. Yep, you just can't have one fucking episode without some kind of Marvel reference, Christian. Now that I know it bothers you, and then I know that you watch some of the same shows. <sighs> I just want our listeners to have a show that they can go to that is focused on one subject in general without constantly being referred to an entirely different universe. 
that doesn't that definitely doesn't exist. No, the I'm gonna, this is I use pop culture to explain the actual dangers of the universe oh and what God. the real vampires and Bigfoots are. Just kill me. Kill me now. Just get it over with, Christian. I'm ready. Okay. User 4022054. Beautiful. Which is an interesting Reddit name again. I don't know what it means. Background. Our church had three family members die in a farming accident, one of which was a professional rugby player. So it made a worldwide news in rugby circles and huge local news in the UK. At the time of the funeral, we had lots of TV coverage and had a great chance to share what we believe as a church, etc. Lots of positive press put it that way. About a month later, my dad is a janitor at our church, and one night while, while doing security, he caught a reflection of someone on the balcony, so he turned and saw what he described as a shadow standing. He spoke to him in a voice, but not an audible voice. More like the voice you think in, but he didn't recognize it, so it wasn't his, if, that's what, if that makes sense, kind of. Kind of makes sense. <laughs> it told him, man of God, I'm coming for you. Definitely a demon. Yeah. You gotta say that more menacingly. You gotta, you gotta sound like you're actually coming for this guy. Um, I don't know if you know me, but I don't think I'm... <laughs> it's called acting, Christian? Are you a man of theater or not? We're about to find out. Man of God, I'm coming for you. There you go. I'll make it work. Yeah. A few weeks later, he was talking with our pastor, who's pretty new to the church. They're great friends and was telling him about this. As he was mid-story, the pastor started drawing on a pad he picked up. While my dad was finishing his story, the pastor turned the drawing to him and said, Was this him? My dad confirmed that it was remarkably similar, too detailed to be drawn from my dad's description. My pastor told him that the same demon had sat where my dad was sitting about a week ago, and told him that he was a spirit of division and would do everything he could to split the church. Unfortunately, we had quite a split in the church about a year ago due to issues people had discerning scripture. To me and dad, it's not just coincidence, but that's just us. Some people dismiss the encounter as total crap. Others believe it completely. Yeah, there's a lot of weird church stories that happen. Like, I know, especially, like, you in particular, you're not really, like, a big, like, oh, you know, Satanists or whatever. They're right. not really anti, you know, religion or whatever. But um, there's a lot of weird stories of people, maybe outlandish sections of Satanism then, that actually go to attack churches or split churches up, including the one that China and I used to go to in Anchorage. And uh, spoiler well, I mean, alert, that one's no longer open, so maybe it worked. There are... I mean, if, if, I mean, there's a whole genre of metal music oh, yeah. in Scandinavia where that's what some of those listeners do. They go around attacking Christian churches. Yeah. So it's not out of the realm of possibility in this case. That's a little bit of a reach. Yeah. I don't really understand what it had to do with the dead rug rugby player though. Yeah. Not as. But you know, that's when you read it. I mean, in Reddit stories, sometimes you're like, what is the point of that? And then some stories are so beautifully written, you're like, this needs to be more than just a Reddit. Uh, what it could have been was the fact that that dead rugby player brought them so much press. Oh, okay. that That he thinks there was like an attack on the church because they raised so much awareness, which in all honesty, I know it probably doesn't make sense to you, but it 
Any, anyone out there that is religious or goes to a church or something can understand that. Completely. Which it's interesting because this is the UK. Yeah. I could see this more in the United States. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because the UK isn't very religious compared to the United States. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah. that's interesting. Um, I mean, I guess if you're an evil person or an evil force, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. To maybe psychically attack a church in a way mm -hmm. or to send your your demon soldiers after the people in the church and yeah. cause the psychic split that creates division within any church. And even if you if you don't fully believe in that, there's people out there that do. A lot of people do. And there's do. people out there that do that are on the opposite side of the good in that instance. And there's this one guy, I forget what it is, it's John something, but some some well-known, I think he's a, he's a pastor now that goes around and kind of tells a story, his redemption story or whatever, but he, uh, his crazy his his story is crazy his his story is so crazy and outlandish that anyone that listens to it can just automatically be like there's no way that's real but the shit that he says is it kind of i don't know man there's something about it like i've watched it a few times on youtube he's got it like different videos have been sent to me over the years and uh it, the way he says that demons operate is like a business it's like the shit's run like a business like they cover certain sectors. They do certain things. They have different plans that are always in motion to take out religious organizations, to take out all this stuff. And he says he says this because his dad was in working in tandem with who he referred to as Satan, and that this is what they did. This like they did the the sacrifices, the rituals, all that shit, everything. Crazy story. But when he said that it was operated like a business, like you just kind of picture the mob like the mob of evil or something like that. And it reminds me of this time that when I was leaving church once, that same church that is no longer uh, in operation, I'm not gonna say what it was, but in Anchorage, as I was leaving church in the parking lot, the person in front of me had a very particular license plate. And that license plate was STN 666. And I remember being like, this was like a few months after- Did they I know had, there was a church parking lot? Yeah. For I, I'm assuming they would have, yeah. but. Um, this was, I saw that like a couple months after someone had told me stories of like people trying to take down the church there, like different, like people trying to infiltrate the church that weren't necessarily there for a good time or to learn about the love of God or whatever you want to say. And so it was, it's, I don't know, man, the entire thing, like maybe all of it's bullshit, <laughs> maybe none of it's bullshit, but there's some really peculiar things that have lined up for me over the years. <laughs> I'm like, damn, man, this shit is nuts dude that car being in that parking lot's kind of kind of strange it's very strange and i because i remember looking over at china and being like what the hell but literally you know it's it's interesting because i would say maybe somebody that would drive a car like that would i'm not trying to say why they were in that parking lot mm -hmm. but they'd be the type that don't believe that the church is a healthy thing in society and there is evidence to support that in a lot of cases, sure. just as there's evidence to support that there are people that would do anything to bring down churches, yeah. you know, that doesn't necessarily mean they're Satan. It just means they're bad people. Or, just assholes in general. Like, or could just be assholes. Maybe. I mean, some of them are, I mean, like yeah. when you, some of them are just doing it because it's like the cool thing in their group to do or something, who knows? Yeah. Um, you know, Maybe in their eyes, it's justified. I don't know. It's hard to say yeah. why people do some of the crazy things on, in this case, on both sides. Yeah. Because they go way above some people do. This, this same church 
their previous building, you know, who moved in with them. Hmm. Uh, upstairs was the church and downstairs was like a weird sex dungeon thing. Like weird swingers club. Well, you know what's funny? <laughs> like, is, this is that's that, There's like some weird hilarious irony to that. But that's the type of shit that gets pulled on churches. It's like. Well, oh, I always see that all the time in like big cities. Yeah. Like, especially in the shadier areas, they'll have a bunch of churches and a bunch of other shady type things that you yeah. would think are just the opposite of a church. So couldn't it be like a weird planned attack on that church? Be like, let's shut this church down by we're going to have this weird swingers club downstairs. Or it could be. These are the same people. One's just worshiping sex and the other worshiping God. I don't know. I mean. Or people leave the church and go down to the sex dungeon. You're like, okay, well, I mean, well, maybe you shouldn't be here. Sir. I mean, there's, there's plenty of tales of, you know, the misdeeds of, you know, mm -hmm. the leaders of different churches. Fucking Joel Austin, as, as recently as what, a couple days back from this recording? I have no idea. Did he really? do something? Not, not necessarily, but it's shady as hell. Like apparently a plumber discovered countless envelopes filled with money in the walls when he was there for a routine like plumbing inspection like doing something to fix the pipes or something countless just, does that really surprise you with that no particular and that's person? the thing like that's that's why like most people that can't stand christians or christianity they're like well you and your cholos no fuck that dude yeah fuck most of those prosperity gospel motherfuckers too because they don't well if they're like, on tv there's a problem yeah they, they're already way too wealthy like yeah. there's i get upset with a few churches out here that are that i see just from my job spending too much money that is given to them on shit that would be better used for the community. Right. Better used for the homeless. Better used for all kinds of shit. Be more godlike, more Christ-like, whatever you want to look at. Like I get pissed off pretty easily with the church in general. But when which, I saw which that Which is part of the plan of the demons. There you You're go. being manipulated by a man. You got to you got to let it go. Yeah. You got to let it go. You and Julie, Juliana for those of you. You got to let it go, man. They're separating you from your church, from your beliefs. <laughs> the demons are dividing you. Yeah. You're more powerful than them. You can't even see them. I know. So you know I'm, you're more powerful. That's how powerful they I am. They don't even exist in your world. Yeah. Or any world. So stop giving the demons so much power. Appreciate that pep talk. That's just what I needed. Anytime. And I'm sure Juliana's out there like, wow, Christian, very profound. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> she might be using different words than that, but. Yeah. Same meaning, maybe, basically, close enough. I don't know, man. I just like, and, and that's the thing is I love talking about this shit, but I hate feeling preachy. <laughs> I hate, I hate people think that I'm just trying to like, I'm not trying to convert anyone. I'm just saying the similarities that I see in this weird shit. And like, same with like, you know, all oh, these quote unquote Satanists moving in next to churches or trying to disrupt churches or stuff like that. Like these things physically happen in this world. That's, it's hard for me to ignore it. No, like, that's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, that's brilliant tactics in a way. I'm like, yeah. Ooh. oh yeah, it's, it's hilarious and, and ironic. Be like, but, that's <laughs> yeah, it's very strategic. That's yeah. that's the thing. Is that's, but the church doesn't operate like that. And the church that's, doesn't that's operate like that. No, the church doesn't operate strategic. By which church? Because get yeah, some churches like Joel Austin is just Probably. like that. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying, like like churches that are looking to spread a message of love, don't operate like that. You're not going to be like, how can I like just destroy these people next door? Because that's counterintuitive to your entire operation. Right. And so the church is almost at a disadvantage in a lot of these instances because they're just trying to spread a message of love. Hopefully, if they're doing it properly. Some of them are. Yeah. And people come in to kind of just stir it up and see what they can do, make a mess of the whole situation. I don't know, man. Like it's humans are uh, not enjoyable creatures. They're not. They are it's, the worst. It's, it's really hard to live in the world with them. Agreed. Not and, that I, we want. We don't. We don't want to live in a world without them. Yeah. Spoiler warning. But we, <laughs> we humans are difficult. 
Yeah, no giant matter. meteor. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, humans suck through and through. I like them, but I don't. We're just we're you know, monkeys with a prefrontal cortex was not a good idea. Whoever designed that one, was that was not idea. intelligent design. Mm-hmm. And there you have it, folks. Thanks for. <laughs> yeah, I think that wraps up. If you want more of these uh, demon stories, we got a few more lined up for the YouTube channel. It will be either dropping today or later this week. You can check, subscribe now, be notified later. It works out either way. We appreciate everyone tuning in for another episode of the Freaky Deaky. Uh, find us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod on Facebook and Instagram. If you're on TikTok, we're over there too. You can find us at TFD Paranormal. If you have a story or if you have thoughts on demons or the weird shit that we talk about in this episode, please feel free to write in regardless of your beliefs. We don't care if you're a witch, a Christian, an atheist, or a bird person. We want to hear from you, especially if you're a bird person, actually. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, we'd um, like to talk about how the yeah. birds are not real. Yeah, we will at some point, so stay tuned. But either way, we will see you next week right back here at the Freaky Deaky. Goodbye. Hopefully we didn't offend too many people with that one. I'm pretty sure we offended everyone. Bye. This up. Uh.